The following program is intended for mature audiences. You're listening to Bottom Shelf Recording Talk. Sounds boring. Oh my, yeah. With your hosts, James Seabrook. Okay, you were paying attention, but the idea is clear in my head, but translating it into English is not. That's brutal. I understand the hypocrisy. And Joey Roach. I don't even know what you do. I was just told you were the man. Some people would say I'm overconfident. That could be my ego talking, though. I'm trying to think of the right word. Oh. Yeah. Must be a tough word. Next subject. Uh, you're bored with this one? You don't hear us gassing on about it. Give you in the horn. I don't think it means what you think it means. By the way, you know, when you're when you're telling these little stories, you have a big mouth. Here's a good idea. What are you even talking about? Have a point. Yeah, Why are you wearing personal matters to you It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. She's correct. She didn't actually ask for an essay. She still asked for my opinion. It's not my fault my opinions are essay long. (laughs) Uh, That is going on to my list of new awesome outtakes and quotes from Joey. Well, yeah, that's yeah, but I'm I'm going to take them out and put them in their own special episode. (laughs) This will be the the Joey's funny thing he said episode. Okay, so today we have exciting news to share. Um, that's the that's the puppy's blanket. Uh, it's like what? It's ours now. All right, fair enough. Whatever. It's Mar- the it's Mary's foot cover because I don't like feet. And she's like twiddling <laughs> her toes against me. So <laughs> so you're weirded out. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, oh, and now the puppy's gonna make noise. While she considers jumping up on the couch. Okay, so we have exciting news. All of the distractions aside, your computer is working. Yeah. Excellent. Or I have finished building a new computer. Finished building a new computer. Very different. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, um, what did you build? I built a powerhouse. It has a i7... 3.6 Three point like six or three point seven gigahertz uh, processor, so you know that's already pretty beastly. Pretty beastly, yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, Thirty two gigs of RAM with okay. the option to expand up to sixty four gigs. Um, okay. that's like the most important side of things right. I mean I got a, a video card on there too that's like pretty good so nice you know I can play video games that are like super graphic detail Dude, if I wanted to I find I find one of the biggest hangups um, with my computer is is the inability to handle all the video content that we should throw at it and I just mean like the like the screen management all the all the advanced GUIs that are populating the screen more and more and more it's one of the bottlenecks mm. of the computer yeah uh yeah so that's what i built it's pretty so, much that um, so um do you have your uad card installed yep uh, i haven't installed the uh the software for the uad card yet but it'll come but the PCIe card is installed. Uh, the PCIe card for my Motu converters is installed. That was a bit of a pain in the ass. Those drivers are a bitch. Uh, Motu is great in the sense that they have 
legacy drivers that you can download directly from their website, like they support all their super old stuff. Right. Um, the only pain was because of how Windows 10 works. I had to trick the computer and I had to install Reaper, go into Reaper, set up my sound drivers in Reaper, essentially. Like tell Reaper, this is the system I'm using. And then after that, my uh, the computer itself recognized that That's the, super the hardware. That's super weird. Yeah, so I couldn't set up for sound out of my mains um, until it was set up. Until in I, it was set up in Reaper. Yeah, huh. I, I don't know what it was, but like That's, I go into Reaper, I was able to pick PCI yeah. card, ASIO, whatever. Select my ins and outs, and I didn't really select all that much. I just quickly selected the mm-hmm. the channels just because I knew that chances are it would then pop up on my computer. And then, sure enough, there all my ADAT, SPDIF, and uh, yeah. analog inputs and outputs showed up. So, nice. yeah, sweet. It was really weird, but. I got that installed, and last night installed Sonics. Your Sonics package? Yeah. Your most favorite Sonics package? Well, it's my favorite plugin package in general. It's yeah. That's my workhorse is those plugins. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to Recording Lounge podcast, Kendall something, um, mm-hmm. down in uh, Oklahoma, I think. Okay. He's a big fan of the Sonics stuff, too. Yeah, um, it, it's really great. Because you got lots of options with them if mm-hmm. wanted. Uh, I like the interface and how it looks like a tra- traditional EQ. Kind of sense. a cartoonized version of it, of a yeah. traditional EQ, yeah. Yeah, which I'm fine with that. Yeah. Like, ultimately, it's just the fact that all the controls is what I like about all of the right. EQ the Dynamics plugin is kind of interesting because it has like everything I could possibly need for a Dynamics hmm. plugin. Like, do I want a compressor? Do I want a limiter? Do I want a gate, an expander? Oh, yeah. It's all there. Does it have um, various different um, compression styles built in? Uh, I, I believe I ask, so. I ask specifically because a lot of, a lot of um, software is doing that. Um, both of us are looking up uh, Sonics plugins. Um, I recently found out that the um, Ozone Seven from uh, from what's it uh, from Isotope has a very Moo style um, compressor built in. Okay, um, and I, I I clearly have no. Um, uh, no, I, I don't think it gives dynamics. me different styles, but um, for a workhorse, I, I, yeah, it's great. And that's just Oxford Dynamics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it does have a saturation mode in it, though. Yeah, that they call warmth. It also has a sidechain EQ. Okay, it looks very like '90s graphics. Whatever. Like I know, I know it's really not matter, but. like a modern looking plugin, but yeah. that's whatever. I, I I like the look of this. 
Yeah. Well, and, 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 and that's the thing, right? Like, ultimately, at the end of the day, it does the trick that I need it to do. Right. And that's totally fair. Yeah. I never look at that curve, though. I mean, I never look at that <clears throat> with any compressor that I use. No, not, neither do I. It's, it's, um, it's too... It requires too much thinking for me to think myself through it. Uh, it's, I don't know. I, I, I don't need them anymore. Like when I was starting out, maybe I could have learned more from being able to visualize what the compressor was doing, especially with like some of those compressors where you can see the sound as it goes up the, the, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see the, whatever it's called, the, the three directional. Yeah. Two dimensional or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think, I think being able to see it though is part of the issue. I don't know. I, I learned no, no, to no. not, or I learned when somebody finally described how compressors work to me, I wasn't using compressors that showed me what's happening to the audio. Right. Do you have a, do you have a way of turning that off? I, Probably I wouldn't even not. think about it. It's yeah. just one of those screens that no matter what compressor I'm using, I don't look at it. <laughs> That's fair. Um, it's a, a wasted space, essentially, for I think, me. I think that's one of the things I love about the 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 channel strip style um, units. Like, yeah, because like, they don't show you those so, so weird of, graphics. Um, speaking of... Of uh, that, did you install your Waves plugins? Nope. Why not? Yeah, because I don't care for Waves plugins all that much, with not, the exception uh, of like a handful of them. So you're you're plugin. You're going to install your UAD stuff, yeah, because you do use that. You've definitely installed your Sonic stuff. Sonic stuff. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else that you're that you're installing, um, or is it? Between those two and the the native Reaper stuff, you're good to go. I'm gonna try to be pretty minimalist in terms of like um, engineering tools. Okay. Um, I'm probably gonna get a bunch of compressors because you can never have too many compressors, or at least that's how it feels like sometimes. What about the what about the ones you already own through Waves? Like you already uh, own some through waves. I like, don't. The majority of the ones I I own through waves, I own copies of through UAD. Uh, okay. And so. I prefer the UAD versions. Thus, I'm just going to use the UAD versions of those plugins. That's fair. Um, but essentially, like, I'm going to be using the Sonics compressor as my workhorse compressor. Yeah. And the only other compressors I'm going to get are going to be like the vintage emulation compressors, like 1176s, 160As, or LA2As, LA3As. Were you? Um, do you have any specific any specific units in mind? Um, I know there's some UAD stuff, but any any non UAD stuff that you have in mind? Um, no. I was going to go look on the free websites for plugins, but mm-hmm. I wasn't going to look for like compressors or anything like that. I was going to look uh, more for like synths and instrument oh, yeah. stuff. Um, 
No, I can't think of anything that's like a lot of the the vintage sounding or hardware sounding stuff is going to be mostly UAD, I think. That's fair. That means you're going to need to upgrade your um, your card. My card, yeah. yeah. Whatever. My account is zero at Long McQuaid, so hey, I can do it if I wanted to. Paid up. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to focus on, I'm like, I'm not going to rack that up right away. I'm going to focus on getting payments in on my Gibson account mm-hmm. um, and uh, pay off my Aston microphone slash uh, shock mounts. Oh, those aren't paid off yet. Nope. See, I, 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 I kind of I, thought of that as I don't owe thing. a whole lot of money on them anymore. Fair enough. And I ended up just buying shock mounts instead of going with the, um, with the Aston shock mounts. Well, the, the, I, the original thing I tried to do with when I ordered those um, microphones was to try and get a promotion that they had going on, right. which was for free shock mounts. Right, I remember that. Yeah, and that I think that is still going, or it's going on again until I think August thirty first. Right now, if you bought one, you can redeem it for a free shock mount. So if you paid off your your thing before thirty the thirty first, then you'd be able to. Yeah, but I'm because of the computer. Well, I couldn't do that. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, Hmm. But. And I, besides, I already bought shock mounts. So, oh, you already got them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What did you get? Just the Aston ones, which is just Rycoat with uh, purple. Oh, you so you already bought them? Yeah. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, they're the universal shock mounts with like the yep. the twisty knobs or whatever. The, the, the uh, typical Rycoat. Similar ones as the one you have for your cathedral pipes. Just yeah. instead of red, it's purple. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's all right. Easy to make plastic a different color, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was recommending, or I think I still am recommending people buy the Aston Rycoats because they're cheaper than buying the Rycoat branded Rycoat shock mounts. It's weird. I don't understand it. But if you order through Aston Microphones, those shock mounts they're cheaper by like 20 bucks than if you were to order them through Rycote right hmm? and they look better because they're purple instead of like <laughs> well Rycote will make them any color you want I know I, I mean probably within reason but I think they charge extra for that though yeah I would expect and that's on top of like the 20 bucks extra you're paying or you could just you know buy purple ones <laughs> yeah. Who cares what color it is? Yeah, I um, I considered getting some Rycott, um, and I still might because the Kiwis, the Kiwis needed something better than than that, especially that one mm-hmm. that uh, you had to finger tighten and was just all sorts of awful. Anyway, so I found a I found a, a seller down in the states that was um, through eBay, of course, that was selling the MX. MXL 90 or um, shock mount and uh, found a couple of people that say it was it was really good for their Kiwis mm-hmm. um, so I bought a I bought a couple just to test them out super cheap super cheap they were like 20 bucks each um, so 
uh, have them sitting on one of them sitting in it right now and we'll see how how sturdy and reliable it is okay yeah i know not super exciting but (sighs) well i started the conversation of like buy red coats through austin microphones yeah long mcquaid also has a hundred dollar shock or a hundred dollar um pop filter really yeah what is, is it a what brand I I don't know. I just saw the price and I was just like, who the hell is going to buy pantyhose in a circle for a hundred bucks? <clears throat> I mean, the gooseneck was like pretty high quality, but, but I'm not going to spend a hundred bucks for a pop filter. It's it, yeah. <sighs> the the job that that does is not worth a hundred bucks. Some people would disagree, though. There are some people who feel that the job that it does, I've heard people talk, not heard, I've read people comment on forums, and you know how crazy that can get, Mm -hmm. that um, the pop filter will actually reduce high frequency response in a microphone. Uh, and 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 so those are the type of people that would absolutely spend $100 on a thing that is supposed to be better at letting high frequencies pass through and blah blah blah. I don't do those people know how science works? Yeah, probably not because most of us in the world don't know how science works. Even Trump like even Trump had to be reminded to, to look at the to not look at the eclipse. Yeah. <laughs> but but like uh, this they're not the screen wrong. is so thin that whatever high end frequencies it's absorbing is so high you definitely would not be able to hear that well and, and even if even if it is the trade off the trade off is far worth it yeah right like you know no. i know it's um, it's not an audible thing so but what is audible is a lack of low end pushes into the the capsule so yeah there's more benefit to it than there is uh absolutely <sighs> but <laughs> that is still what you mean man fucking retarded people are Ugh. less intelligent than we'd like them to be but yeah, but the thing about audio nerds is they like try to convince everybody that they're actually smart and like looked at the science behind it, and then they make claims like that. <laughs> well, I think I think it's probably people in general make. Claims and I'm not like necessarily that. saying they're wrong. I'm saying that if it were to absorb some high end, it is so high your ear can't hear it. I, I don't care who you are. Like that's probably like a hundred hertz <laughs> that it's absorbing. <laughs> Maybe because <laughs> we're talking about like a fraction of a millimeter here. Oh yeah, but there are. I mean, there are different. There are different designs, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there. Well, there I, are some that are thicker materials. There, I've I've seen some. I've seen some that use the same. The same. Like hugely porous um, foam that is in um, RE twenties. Okay, you know that huge porous pocket foam, the same foam that's in the Aston mics. Okay, 
um, used as a pop screen. I don't know what the difference is there. Um, well, it's just but metal instead of like cloth. And I've heard people argue that that can change um, the tone. Well, it, was, it was foam, though, not metal. Well, the Aston foam is metal. Is it really? Yeah. It looks like foam. Pretty sure it's metal. Interesting. Um, it's like corrugated metal. It's like, it's kind of like um, steel wool. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's super weird. I just assumed it was the same type of foam that was in the early 20s. No, it's um, it's it's more like a steel wool kind of fair enough thing. Um, um I don't know about the starlight. I imagine the starlight that is metal. But what is the halo? The halo is um uh the stupid uh reflection. vocal ref- yeah, reflection things. I, I oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah I got gotcha. you. Um, they're like uber popular for some dumb reason. I, I mean, I, I get, I get it. People think they they do something that they don't actually. Well, they do actually do it, but they also introduce comb filtering, which makes them a terrible product, in my opinion. But the the um, the Aston one, all reflection filters. See the the. It depends what the material is. Well, I, I understand right? that the level of comb filtering differs depending on the material. Because, I mean, you can still get comb filtering in a small vocal booth like we have. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Which, But why would you purposely put something on a microphone that's going to introduce well, the expectation, filtering? The expectation is it's going to reduce something. Yeah, it is going to reduce a lot of something. I feel like you'd be better off with like a th- baffle or a thick blanket near the, the so, microphone. So that's the, that's the thing that, that the SE Electronics um, well, they, thing they, tries to do. They is, built or they invented the things essentially. Did they really? Yeah, they were the first company to bring it out on the market. I had no idea. So yeah. the, the thing and everybody makes, copied them. Their the thing that makes their product seem better, like the reviews of those seem better than the reviews of other products, is yeah. is they have less hard, rigid material holding the whole product up, mm-hmm. and it's more just the foam. So there's more sound that travels through like i have i have the the uh, acoustic I've, one right yeah. and and it's got it's got a it's got a, the big plastic backing with some slits in it yeah. to let tra- sound travel but it, it's that plastic that creates the majority of the reflections back towards the microphone right sure that's well and that that's what it is there's a little bit of reflection off off the foam but most of that reflection is coming off of off of that hard mm. solid backing which is why a baffle in your case, in, in your, your example, is probably better because it's not really going to have a solid back. Mm-hmm. It's going to allow yeah. more of those waves to go through. Yep. I don't know. Someone can correct me on my science if they're paying attention. Uh, that sounds right to me. 
more sound goes through. Mm-hmm. And you, you still get that deadening effect, having a baffle or a thick blanket nearby. Right. As you would having this weird yeah, yeah. reflection filter. But currently on the market, the SE and the Aston, from what I have experienced, are the popular ones. That's fair. I'm, I, don't, I don't care for either one, but yeah. if I had to buy one, I'd probably buy one of those too. But I would never buy one, so. <laughs> and like if I got in another situation where I was building and somebody told me I had to buy one, I would just, I'd probably argue for a long time, being like, no, we don't need just one. Just get baffles. Just get baffles. Yeah. It's the same fucking thing. Huh. If anything, better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably just better. Um, so new computer. Yeah. Yay. That means you're going to finally be working again. Hopefully. Hopefully. This should well, be, I need this work. Should be your motiv- well, you should be motivated to go out and find it. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to try to work on some songs and look for work. Uh, I keep getting bugged by my boss that uh, I'm going to w- record his next record, but... I'm pretty sure that's a joke. Though I'm never sh- too sure with him. He's a weird human being. Which boss? Uh, at Long McQuaid. Well, yeah, but... Uh, a store manager. Okay. But, like, multiple people in the band are Long McQuaid-ers. Yeah. In fact, I think all of them have either worked for or are currently working for nice. Long McQuaid. So... I don't even know what they sound like. I know they're like some kind of punk rock band, though. <laughs> All right. And then I think I was asked, like, oh, we're going to do this in a way that you've never done things before. Have you recorded on tape? No. Okay, we're recording on tape. And then I was like, okay, so you're going to make me edit tape, too? Because I've never done that either. <laughs> yeah, just do it the way they did in the 90s. But then he's just like, fuck that. We're bouncing to the computer editing, and then we're bouncing back to tape. Yeah. And then bouncing back to the computer. And it's just like, ah, uh, that sounds like a lot of work. Yes, it sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Dylan, uh, my coworker who works with me in my department, um, mentioned... My old studio, because I, I, I constantly people ask to hear about that story. About, <laughs> and he's just like, Joey, I'll charge you $120 an hour. He's just like, no, I won't. But sure, <laughs> if the, if that helps deter this from happening, sure. Dude, you should you should jump at the chance if he's actually going to pay. It doesn't have he to be wouldn't pay $120 an hour. Bucks no, an no, hour. No, 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 no. No. I just mean, like, if he's going to pay you money... To record him, even if it is to tape, mm-hmm. you should oh, jump at that chance. If he's going to pay me money to to do the work, I'll I'll do it. Yeah, but uh, oh, <laughs> we were talking, and he, when that was mentioned, he's just like, "Who said anything about money?" <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Which I mean, I'm sure he's just joking, but <laughs> like, dude, there has to be money, otherwise. Why would I do it? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I would. Oh, I, I, I'll totally do the, the record if, if they want me to. 
It's just I have to be paid to do it. Yeah. Especially if I'm going to be going to tape and then bouncing back from tape and then bouncing again to tape and back into the computer. Yeah. I've had I've had two conversations about people recording to tape um in the last three years. Mm-hmm. Like clients actually asking about it, like what what's it gonna take? Um and forced me into the situation where I have to think about it. What, what is it actually going to take? And really, because I don't have a deck. Yeah. And I don't have tape. You're going to have to rent it from Mike Brazo. You're going to have to rent from Brazo, which means we're going to have to pay the technician fee on top of the rental mm-hmm. and a delivery fee. And he'll be able to provide tape because he's he's got tape um, and he has, he has access to... But that that's probably an additional charge. Yeah. Or at least I would charge for it. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I don't know that I would charge the client on top of that, but I would definitely pass those costs directly onto the client. For sure. I'm not paying for them because I can't. I don't charge enough money for a regular studio hour to pay for that kind of expense. So, <clears throat> um, but then after that, it should be a pretty easy should be a pretty easy thing, assuming they're willing to foot all that extra cost. Cause yeah. you know, let's say it's, let's say it's $20 an hour for Mike to sit there and operate the tape. Um, or, you know, and, and then it's, it's, uh, it's $150 a day to rent the machine and it's $400 for one roll of tape and they need two, you know? Yeah. So if they're willing to foot those costs, or, or better yet, they're willing to go to some studio in town that has tape, like uh, River um, Riverdale Recorders. I think it's Riverdale. They have a tape machine. Ruben Recorders. Yeah, he's got an he's he's got an eight track. Okay, it's only an eight track. And I thought about, I thought about, uh, um, getting a tape deck. I well, I I thought about getting a small one. You know, like a like a four track or a or a, or a small eight track, um, just to have um, set up and and you know do the let's track the tape and then dump it right to Pro Tools. Hmm. You know, do that. Man, his website is still old. What does it got? He has a oh, it's not even on here. Oh no. It's not even on here. I'm kind of surprised because I, I, I'm, I'm struggling to think if the audio department has a tape machine. Audio department? Yeah. Let's find out. I am um, like, I would be I surprised so. if they don't. Because they seem to have like everything else in the world. Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, Equipment list. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's my, my current prospect is that. But I'm also going to try to write some weird, cheesy, synthy stuff, I think. I think. I don't know. Yeah. I'll start writing and then it'll probably turn into something else. But that's fair. 
you're going to be you're going to be more of an artist instead of a producer. Uh, well, I I figure if I can write some stuff, release it, that could hopefully maybe attract more clients. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of going through that same thing that uh as I drag my feet on releasing these two records of mine. Yeah. The hope is, the hope is not that I'm going to make money at it. Like I don't expect to yeah, I don't expect I, to be an artist. I'm not again, going to try to make money. I'm I'm still going to sell the records because Yeah, why why would Why you? wouldn't I? Yeah. It's worth money, but same time like yeah um although i'm not expecting anyone to buy the record i'm expecting if i'm going to make any money it's going to be like on the spotify end of things so and that's what i'm going to go to words is try to release my music on spotify and what have you mm-hmm. did they put up trident in there That'd be interesting if they did. Right? That, that could make that place um, a place to go to. Because it, um, before before Harry moved in there, um, we're talking about Riverdale, before Harry moved in there, um, they had a they had a Toft, like a 24-channel Toft. Uh-huh. Um, and he would do his mixes analog. Like He would, he literally used an old Cubase 4 system. Um, and it was just a tape deck, no editing, just playback and that's it. Jeez. Yeah. But this, this console that I'm looking at here, it looks, uh, it kind of looks like a, like an old Toft. Oh yeah. I don't know. Let's do that. I, I know this is terrible to do on the. Big Dreamer Sound. This is Harry's old studio. Let's see if this is. Down, 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 down. Okay. Gonna have to buy a new MIDI controller though. Um, because I had to sell that keyboard, my SV1. The what? So I I owned a Korg SV1. Right. I had to sell it in order to get enough money for my computer. Right. right. Or for the parts for my computer. Oh, man. I haven't even started talking about the build for the computer either. Uh, dude, let's dive into that. Sure. Um, what do you want to know about the build for the computer? Dude, I don't know. I, it, it, it's been so long since I've built a computer. It's been a long time since I've built a computer, too. <laughs> if you exclude, like, last week when I built a computer. Uh, it, it it took a while. Okay. Um, the physical building of the computer probably only took, like, two or three hours, maybe. So, that uh, right. whatever. It was the troubleshooting afterwards that, holy crap, I wanted to pull my hair out. <laughs> fair um for whatever reason the moment that uh my computer started installing video drivers right uh my video card would stop communicating with my monitor 
And it took me like 10 hours to like troubleshoot it to the point where it's like, okay, it is something to do with the video card and the monitor. Somewhere that connection is not being made. Right. I don't think it's the cable because it seems to work until I install the drivers. So what was the, what, what ended up being the solution? Uh, sw- uh, th- well, I went to a computer store. I went to Memory Express, mm. and I bought a second video card, thinking that maybe the video card was a faulty video card. Okay. I was sure. also thinking that maybe I needed a different computer monitor or something. I was just trying. I went there to try and get um, some ideas. And I don't know why I didn't do this before I went there, but the guy suggested swapping uh, which PCI slot the video card was in. Oh, yeah. And when I went, like, I, I then bought another video card thinking, because based off of talking with this guy, it sounded like it was possible that I just got a lemon of a, a video card. Fair enough, yeah. So I, I go home, and I swap out my video card to a different PCI slot. Right. Again, I don't know why I didn't think of that before I went to this guy. I tried, like, every other fucking thing except for that. Right. I think it was just because, you know, it's all new stuff. It all seems to be working with the exception of this when I install my video drivers. Right. So swap out um, which slot it's in, and then it just, it worked. <laughs> I don't know so, why. So maybe... Maybe the between the driver and the motherboard, they still call them, mother, call them motherboards? Yeah. Um, the addressing of that PCI slot gets mixed up. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, there's so many things that neither of us know, right? I'm not that smart with building computers. That said, uh, clearly smarter than your average Joe when it comes to building a computer because I can actually <laughs> you caught that too <laughs> I can actually build a computer you're an average Joe he's smarter than an average Joe yeah what Mary Joe and he's pretty average am I I think so why are you dating me if I'm average what are you talking about here <laughs> anyway <laughs> what <laughs> You know, I know enough that I can physically put the parts together. Like right. I even installed the the CPU and the heatsink on top. I thought of you it. said you weren't going to do that. I wasn't until you found out how much someone would charge you for it. No, not even that was like an extra hundred bucks, which whatever. But it was just I had all the parts, and the right. store I bought the parts from, I don't think offer that service. Fair enough. And then upon doing some research on it, it's just like, wait, they install, or like they now put the um, uh, the paste or whatever on the heat sinks right. for you? Like, I could just use that? I'm not going to be overclocking, so I don't need like extra or anything. Yeah. So, in fact, the CPU I bought doesn't have the ability to be overclocked. Hmm. So... Fair enough. So yeah, installed that, put a heatsink on it. And that was the only part that I was kind of concerned about. And I I did watch some videos on how to install just to try and figure it out, like to try to remember how to do it. But like looking yeah. at the computer, it was pretty simple, straightforward stuff. 
And uh, I don't remember where I was going. Yeah, whatever. I, I installed the CPU and stuff. Sweet. And I already knew things like don't touch uh, certain parts of the CPU. Just right. install it. Yeah. And then from there, like, flick some switches and stuff. <laughs> like, I watched videos where it's just like, all I needed was, like, the step-by-step, like, do this part, then this part, then this part. Right. But there were people, uh, the video I watched was like, do this part, and then I'm going to explain to you for three minutes why to do it like this. <laughs> and it was a lot of, like, m- me moving ahead of him, and then when he got to the point, it's just like, oh, yeah, okay, good. I did do it right. Nice. But it was... That was the hardest part, was just that, for the physical build. And then, obviously, the troubleshooting afterwards was a pain in the ass, because it took me, like, ten hours. Well, it could have gone worse. Oh, it, it, it could have. Right? Yes. And now you're back up and running. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I was even thinking, when I was having those troubles, like, did I fry my computer? So. <laughs> I can sympathize with that sentiment. Yeah, absolutely can. Yeah, it's just like I don't think I did anything wrong, but I don't know if I did anything wrong. Right? Did I put power into something that I wasn't supposed to put power into? (laughs) Um. So what's next? Installing everything, which I've been slowly doing, uh, mainly because it's kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, because I have to actually. Whenever I'm installing a program, I have to manually tell it which hard drive to go on because I don't want it to go on my default hard drive with my OS and everything. So you don't want the software to be on that drive? Majority of software. Okay. I don't. I have Reaper on that that hard drive right? Uh, with my OS. I'm really only going to be putting like the important needs to run fast stuff on that hard drive. Is that and an then, SSD? Sorry? Is that a solid state drive? Yeah, it's it? a solid state drive. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that's why I'm I'm being sp- sparingly with that particular hard drive, just because So then how many other hard drives state. do you have? I only have one other hard drive, but I might buy another solid state. Just to have as um storage. Okay. But I have a terabyte HHD. Plus my 250 gigs of solid state. So, yeah, like. Gotcha. I see. I, I understand why you're being judicious with it. Yeah. 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 250 gigs is not a lot for programs. Well, what kind of software are you not putting on it? Um, Sonics is on my HHD. So, I mean, it's not using enough resources to really need that extra boot boosted sure. speed. Um so like my plugins are going to not be on that hard drive. Um I don't know. Software that I'm thinking of putting on there is just stuff that I feel like needs that extra boost in order for me to do work. So so Reaper's on there. Uh my OS is on there. Sure. I accidentally installed a handful of other programs on there, but <laughs> That was before I've I've 
did some things with my computer because I had to actually manually go into my computer and tell it that I had a second hard drive. Okay. And then partition that hard drive so that it would read stuff. Right. So. That sounds normal. I'm used to plugging in things and then the computer just being like, hey, this is a thing. Yeah. Hey, what do we do with this? Yeah. You just plug this in. Yeah. That's fair. But with the hard drive, it, it just it didn't recognize it. I had to physically go in, tell it, or select the hard drive and be like, hey, I want this for this. Right. Yeah. Sweet. So I'll so, probably have to do that again. And then... Uh, you have... Um, oh, and then I had to tell all my programs to, like, my download folder is not on this hard drive. It's on this hard drive. <laughs> like, any, like, even telling Reaper, like, save projects to this hard drive, not the default hard drive. So that's that's actually... I mean, I, I do that same thing here, right? Like Yeah. It, I don't, it's just setting it all up right now is just mm-hmm. being a pain in the ass, and thus I've been slowly yeah. doing it because I don't want to do it in one go because that would be a boring day <laughs> yeah, yeah fair enough um i've just been doing it as like time permits or like i notice oh i need this piece of software let's install it right install it on the proper hard drive tell it where i want to allocate things sure yeah so and, yeah it's also another reason why I'm being minimalist in my my plugins and stuff. Are you only installing Reaper? Yep. No my Cubase to. is expired, expired now, and I've yeah. not bothered to get a new code for it. Gotcha. I could, though. I, I should maybe, I don't know. I don't use Cubase enough to really... Well, if you're not if you're not tracking in it, then then a lot of the like comping is illogical. Yeah. Right. Well, that that that's the thing. It's just like what I love Cubase for. Yeah, I I really need it. Yeah. So what happens next then? Uh, gonna down or I'm gonna look for some some instruments and. VST stuff. stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna get my theme for Reaper because I can't stand the default theme. Right. I need yeah. my. Has that new API one come out? Uh, I don't know. I'll have sure. to check later today. If not, the old one's good. You should go with that uh, white tile Imperial. That's still the sexiest looking skin theme, whatever. Yeah. For any DAW I've ever seen. Uh, I might look at some other themes, try something new. I'm going to download the API theme anyway, because that's the one I'm used to. It's so nice. It's so easy to swap back and forth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that's definitely going to happen probably today. I'm going to get the API theme installed. And then I'm going to look to see what free instrument plugins are out there. Yeah. Might install some of my paid for uh, plugins. <laughs> you should. You might. You might as well because you paid for them already. Yeah. Right. And you said it's just they're on like seven DVDs and holy shit. Uh, <laughs> so what? Or at least from memory, that is a long install. 
<laughs> yeah, but you do it once and you don't have to do it again. But I'm doing it again. <laughs> so you do it one more time and you don't have to do it again. <laughs> um, well, it's just like, I should just download it. But then I'm thinking like, but I have it all on a DVD. Why would I download it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do that with Cubase. I have I have the Cubase um, install DVDs and I have the Pro Tools install DVDs, but I don't bother with them anymore. I just download them. Mm-hmm. Well, like you install them off the disk, you have to download the updates anyway. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so you might as well. Yeah. Um, how are you now that you spent all this money? And I'm. Do you want to mention how much how much it costs? Like how much did this computer cost it, you? It cost me nineteen hundred dollars for the parts. If you could take into account my my time for physically building it and then troubleshooting it. Yeah. We're we're looking probably at like twenty one, twenty two hundred. Okay. That's not too bad. Yeah. Still, I mean that's a lot of computer parts. Yep. Well, no, it's not a lot of parts <laughs> as much as just the parts themselves are really good. Right. Like, was it? I got each one of my RAM sticks is 16 gigs. Oh, geez. By themselves. Yeah. So I got two 16 gig RAM sticks, and I can put another two in there. Yeah. Get myself 64 gigs if I wanted to. Um, and tons of horsepower. Yeah, like the CPU. That's that's the best on the market. Assuming you don't want to spend two thousand dollars on just a CPU. Yeah, because I would love an i nine. I have no need for an i nine. <laughs> but holy shit, would that be awesome? Um, speaking of CPUs, I have the quad core, whatever Mac thing it is mm-hmm. um yeah 2.8 gigahertz quad core seven-year-old thing yeah like old yeah right i decided to download the full use um harrison mix bus 32c yep uh and the computer can just barely handle it can't do recording at all Jeez. yeah um because it's so CPU intensive with all of those EQs, because there's an EQ, like the 32C mm-hmm. analog emulated EQ on every single one, huh. um, which is fine. I mean, my as, computer can handle it. <laughs> as long, well, well, the, the, the thing is, is as long as you run, as long as you run uh, um, a reasonable buffer size, it, it's no problem. Right, but it can't handle all that stuff and a super low buffer size at the same time, which means you can't record in it. Yeah, which is fine for me because I have no intention of recording in it. But it's still, it's still it runs um, fine with a large buffer. Yeah, yeah, it runs fine with a large buffer. It it even has a it even has a DSP meter to uh, to let you know let you know how. Um, um, how much of your CPUs it's Being using. Used. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I might, I might check that out. Although if I did, uh, yeah, 
if I were to install another DAW, I'd probably install that on my SSD. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, it wasn't that makes a, sense to install the DAW on big. It wasn't a big. Um, it wasn't a big software package at all. Okay, but still, regardless, like yeah. having your DAW on the same on on your fastest drive just makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. A lot of things I don't like about it, though. So I'm, I'm probably I'm probably not going to um, use I, it or okay. buy it. But I will probably stick with Reaper regardless. Uh, but it, yeah. it sounds like something interesting to just play around with. Yeah, um, and and the the demo is they add in every minute. They add in a a five second low volume. Um, Tape hiss. Hmm. Hmm. I only want that for certain projects, so I just. Well, it, it's that's their that's their way of. Oh, that's their. Ah, fuck! That's yeah. stupid. Well, I mean, they wanted they they want to be able to give you a full use demo with no with no other limitations, and so they do this. You know, it's not a big deal. As you're working through something, you don't notice it all the time unless you're listening for it. Um, not a big deal. I wouldn't do a full mix on it, and I certainly wouldn't bounce that mix out to a customer because it would be it would have that in it. But uh, but yeah, it's yeah. Well, I, I just don't like that business practices more or less what I'm getting at. But can you can you think of another option? Like how how would you do that differently in their shoes? Well, you know, uh, there's they could have the trial period expire. Yeah, but you know, a reasonable trial period is thirty days, and that might not be enough time to get used to a DAW to find out if you really want it. Um. They could not do a trial period at all, which is what they used to do. They could do what Reaper does and have it so that before you use the DAW, you have to wait a certain amount of time where it's saying, hey, this is not free software, buy it. Right, but people you have to wait like 10 seconds. People are willing to live with that. I know some people are willing to wait, like go through that, but like how many people have bought Reaper because... They've been trialing it for two years or something ridiculous sure. like that. And I, I, I totally get it. But I mean, I've I've bought Reaper to get these days when I like just yesterday when I opened up Reaper and I had to wait through that. I was just like, Ugh, I don't want to wait through this. <laughs> like I, I don't like that screen because I'm not yeah. used to seeing that screen. Right. Um. So you know. I usually load up my my license. Although for what I was doing yesterday, I, I knew that I'd spend more time just getting my license in the, the, the software than I would for whatever I was trying to do. So right. I didn't do it. But yeah, I don't know. I would pay the 60 bucks to get that screen away for Reaper. Fair enough. I mean, but, but Reaper also is like, Insanely priced, like sixty bucks, you get a free copy, 
Or 60 bucks and you get two versions. Two licenses? No. Uh, your license is good for up to two versions. So oh, I, my I copy you. is good until Reaper 6. When Reaper you. 6 comes out, That's have I, to buy again. I have to buy again. Yeah. Okay. And I bought in like 2011, I think. Yeah. So like that 60 bucks it paid for itself and then some already. Uh, they only ask that you buy their above package, which is like I think 200 bucks for a license. Same thing, idea where it's like you get for two years. Yeah. But you have to be making more than $30,000 a year before they're like, Please buy this if you're making more than thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, well, and, and and that's that's kind of the point where you you become professional. Yeah, right. And I mean, and if, it, if, if you're it, making if more than thirty thousand dollars a year, you can afford two hundred dollars once every ten years or however long it takes them to go <laughs> two versions. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Hell, you could afford that making less than that. So. Mm. Like I, I don't know. my my license is paid for itself and then some. I know that. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, but I don't know. That that's some mixed bus could do. Where they just you you have to wait for a, a certain period because if those people are really enjoying their the the DAW, they're going to buy it eventually. Yeah, but you you could say the same th- same about the uh, about the um, this little bit of noise. Oh, because that annoys me, and that makes me not want to buy the product out of see, principle. And, and and I I I have I have absolutely nothing wrong with it. I see absolutely nothing wrong with it. I would even see nothing wrong with it if Reaper started doing something similar. Hmm. I mean, I do some similar stuff to clients who haven't paid me a full amount for the mixes where I introduce a noise but exactly right so although my noise is way noticeable and it m- makes it so that if they were to like upload like steal my mix that I showed them and then upload it as part of the record without try or to try get away f- with not paying me yeah it would be known by everybody like they didn't pay their engineer So, but I, that's it. That's the thing. Lena, so far away. That's the thing is I don't mind. I don't mind this little, this little bit because it's, it's plenty that I can work around that I can get a feel for the DAW. You think a 45 day trial would be a better option to go maybe? Well, just a month and a half. So that should be enough to learn a DAW if you're. I would think so. It's enough enough to actually get a good feel of where the. But that's the thing is, as someone who's who's working in a DAW daily, it. I don't have a lot of extra time to learn a new DAW, right? Fair. And so I mean, it took me it took me six months to decide to fully migrate from Cubase six to Cubase seven. Now that was four years ago, but four years ago, um, six months. And you still complain about it. Oh, yeah. I fucking hate it. <laughs> fucking hate it. Okay, we got to go. Um, thanks, everybody, for tuning in today. We'll see you all next week, I guess. See ya. Way too early. Follow our hosts on Twitter 